0: Welcome in to Duval Daily, presented by JinJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Wednesday, November 8th. Right now, we're taking a look at the road ahead for your Jacksonville Jaguars. It is a tough one over the next six games, right? We're going to dive into it. Obviously, we will get hot and heavy into Jaguars 49ers. It is a week 10 matchup in Jacksonville throughout the rest of the week. But coming off the bye week, still kind of looking at some big picture things. Wanted to look at the next six games. A lot of folks on Twitter have been kind of taking a look at the next six games. It's a challenging slate of games for the Jaguars. There's no doubt about it. But the Jaguars, they're 6-2. They're coming off the bye week. They're getting healthy at the right time in a lot of places. So we're going to dive into it. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com shop. Pick up some new Duval gear. Really appreciate your support. So again, the Jaguars next six games, incredibly difficult slate for this football team. This slate of games will help define the Jaguars regular season in 2023. And it's going to determine or help determine playoff seating for the Jaguars and for the rest of the AFC when you look at it. Um, The Jaguars, they've got the 49ers at home this weekend, as we talked about. Then two division games versus Tennessee at Houston. Then you return home from Houston to host the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday Night Football. Then you head to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns. And then you host the Baltimore Ravens. So all four of those non-division games are against teams that would be in the playoffs if the season ended today teams that are currently in the playoffs. That's tough. Four games against playoff teams, and then two division games as well. I mean, the 49ers, the first team coming up, again, we will dive into it more throughout the rest of this week, but they are unbelievably talented on both sides of the ball in a lot of spots. Kyle Shanahan, an absolute mastermind on offense. You know, Steve Wilkes is a good defensive coordinator in his own right. I know it hasn't been perfect for them lately think they've got some personnel issues happening on the back end a little bit they've lost three straight games but they are coming off their bye week very very good coaching staff a lot of talent they just added chase young to a defensive front that was already stacked they're hoping to have debo samuel and trent williams back this week we'll see how that plays out that's a tough game you know a wounded animal is always tough is always dangerous and that's exactly what the San Francisco 49ers are right now. Then you host the Titans, who you should beat on paper, no question about it. But you know that that can be a slugfest. We've seen it time and time again. Will Levis has injected a little bit of juice into that offense. Probably don't like rookie quarterbacks against a Mike Caldwell defense, but you saw C.J. Stroud get it done. I don't think Will Levis is in C.J. Stroud's stratosphere right now. But Titans can be difficult to beat. They are tough, gritty football team, Coach, my my coached by Mike Vrabel, excuse me. The Texans, as I mentioned, they mopped the floor with the Jaguars in the second half of that game earlier this season in Jacksonville. Now they get to host the Jags, and they're feeling pretty confident about themselves moving in the right direction. Very good coaching staff, very good young quarterback, a lot of talent on that football team, budding young talent. The Bengals are as hot as it gets right now. Joe Burrow is back. They're beating everybody that they play over the last few weeks, and they're they're doing it in impressive fashion. They dismantled the 49ers. They just beat the Bills. Uh, the Bengals are going to be incredibly difficult to beat on Monday night football um, a few weeks from now. And you look at the Browns. They have one of the best defenses in football this year. They're a volatile team from week to week, but still a very difficult road test. Will be a tough environment, a difficult defense to get the ball moving against. And then the Ravens, the final team of this six-game slate, they might be the very best team in football right now. Lamar Jackson is playing at an MVP level. He's got all sorts of weapons to throw the football to, their offensive line executing as well, running game, getting the job done. And then the defense, they might be the best in football on that side of the ball as well. You know, Jadavion Clowney, a guy the Jaguars brought in for a visit, he's dominating for them. They've got a lot of guys playing really good football. Kyle Van Noy. He's also rushing the passer, was a street-free agent. Uh, Justin Matabuike in the middle. Um, they've got really, really good linebackers. I mean, Roquan Smith, uh, I've said I think and is playing at an all-pro level. I think Roquan Smith is right there with him, one of the best linebackers in the league. And they've got a very good group of players in their secondary as well, and and, and Mike McDonald is doing a hell of a job coaching them up on that side of the ball. So this is a really difficult Six-game stretch for the Jaguars. Internally, the Jaguars, they expect to win every game. Their goal is to go 1-0 every week. That's their messaging. That's their thought process. Not looking ahead. Just trying to go 1-0 every week. And I know every team says that. I think the Jaguars do a very good job of compartmentalizing the season and really focusing on the task at hand, having the teaching points of this specific contest. Obviously, coming off the bye week, they've had some extra time to prepare for this, but so have the 49ers. Both teams had a bye last week. So uh, I think that the Jaguars, they want to go 1-0 and every week. That is their message. That is their expectation. That is their belief. But from my perspective, I think going 6-0 and during this stretch would be incredible. I mean, it would be insane. The Jaguars beat four straight playoff teams and, you know, obviously mix in your division games in there. That would be absolutely incredible by the Jaguars. But the Jags, they have won five straight. They have won five straight games and they've beaten some playoff teams during that stretch. Still, for me, I'm looking at if you go four and two during this six game stretch, that's a win for me. Three and three is fine. It's not inspiring, but it's fine. Um, In that building, though, I think they would be very disappointed with three and three. This is a team that's 13 and four over the last calendar year. In the regular season. So three and three, not really acceptable internally for the Jaguars. I think they would be okay if they went four and two internally, and they'd be pretty damn happy if they go five and one. Obviously, their goal again is going to be to go six and oh, but I think they would be very happy with five and one. So if they go three and three over this stretch, that would get them to nine and five. They'd likely still be atop the division. Uh, you know, the Texans already have four losses, so I don't think that they're going to be sitting there at 10 and four. Um, unless they just go on a incredible run of their own at four and two you'd be sitting at 10 and four maybe still competing for that one seed um, depending on how things play out for the rest of these teams in the AFC and at five and one I think you could absolutely be at the top of the conference you know you'd be sitting there with 11 wins and three losses right I think that that would be absolutely incredible for the Jaguars Um, and I think it's possible you know, I would not put anything past this Jaguars team right now. All the ingredients are here in Jacksonville. You have the coach. Doug Peterson is an incredible coach. You have a quarterback. You have the talent on offense and defense. Obviously, you want to get some things cleaned up on the offensive side of the ball. You want to get Tyson Campbell and Andre Sisco back on defense. You want a little bit better pass protection on offense, which I think you should get with a fully healthy offensive line and obviously Ezra Cleveland coming in to be your uh, sixth man at guard. If you have any injuries now at at guard or tackle, you've got a starting caliber player to come in and replace them because, you know, if you have an injury at tackle, Walker Little kicks out, Ezra Cleveland goes in at guard. If you have an injury at guard, obviously Ezra Cleveland comes in. So I think your offensive line should be a little better in pass protection moving forward. Um, uh, I think you just got to clean up some of the unforced errors on the offensive side of the ball Um, and then also you know we don't talk about it a lot but special teams matters it matters a lot and the Jaguars have one of the best special teams units in the NFL I mean Brandon McManus has been absolutely money for them this year Logan Cook has always been one of the best punters in the league Jamal Agnew playing really good football as a return man you know he's one of the best returners in this league both kick and punt return and then you talk about the guys out there, the uh, core special teamers, they're doing a great job. And they're well coached by Heath Farwell. And so when you talk about winning football games against teams that you're, you know, pretty even with on paper, like the 49ers, Ravens, Bengals, etc., special teams is gonna help you out if you can execute in that in that area of the game, in the third phase of the game. If you have a good offense, a good defense, and a good special teams you are incredibly difficult to beat. And I think you've seen that, uh, the special teams units really helping the Jaguars out during this five-game winning streak. And so for me, it's all there for the Jaguars. It is all there. All the ingredients they need are in that building. It's about, you know, cutting out some of the mistakes on offense making sure you improve your pass protection trying to get a little bit more vertical offensively um, hopefully getting Zay Jones back at some point you know if they don't get Zay Jones back soon soon I would absolutely be trying to insert Elijah cooks into that lineup a little bit more. this is a guy that does bring verticality to your offense he's got a big catch radius he's tough he's got great hands. I think that obviously he has yet to show anything during the regular season. But I would love to see them get Elijah Cooks a little bit more involved because sans Zay Jones, who is their fourth receiving option, in a given week he could be second, third, fourth, whatever it may be. But you know you have Calvin Ridley on the outside. You have Christian Kirk in the slot. You have Evan Ingram, who you can move around from tight end to slot, wherever you want to put him. You need your your last outside guy, your second outside guy. And I don't think that they have had that since Zay Jones' injury. I think Elijah Cooks, has the talent to do that. I think we saw that throughout his college career, throughout training camp and the preseason. I would I would like to see them, you know, they've now had a bye week, get Elijah Cooks involved a little bit here, in my opinion, because he can potentially give defenses something to think about. Right now, defenses are not giving any attention to the Jaguars' fourth receiver after Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, and Evan Ingram. They're just not. So maybe do something, right? Um, and, and who knows when Zay will be back currently, he's day to day, uh, Doug Peterson did not rule out the IR for him though. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with his knee. He did have a workout on Monday, whatever that means, you know, according to Doug Peterson. Uh, but yeah, I absolutely think all the pieces are there for the Jaguars. I think that they can get the job done. I think that I wouldn't be shocked if they win all these games. I would be surprised. I'll say that because it's just such a, such a gauntlet. You know, playing the Ravens, Bengals, and 49ers, three of those teams in a six-game stretch, and then the other three teams are the Browns, who have one of the toughest defenses in the league, and two divisional opponents. That would be an incredible run if the Jaguars go on it, but again, internally, they're expecting to go 1-0 and every week. They're expecting to win all these games. It's going to be a really fun ride, really fun ride the rest of this season, and again, this six-game stretch is going to help define what the Jaguars look like going into the playoffs. Obviously, they'll have three more games following the six-game stretch where they play the Buccaneers, the Panthers, and the Titans. Um, That three-game stretch does not look like the most challenging. Obviously, every week is a challenge in the NFL. But uh, I think that you get through this six-game stretch and, and you're looking good and the playoff standings, you're going to feel good about those last three games if you're the Jaguars, no doubt about it. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. Love to know what y'all think. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, or you can drop a comment in the comment section below. Please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell on YouTube. Again, you can check out genjag.com shop, pick up some new Duval gear. Really appreciate y'all's support. Have a good one.